0: Hey, and welcome back to another week of Doing Good Digital. I'm your host, Crystal Hargrove, and today we're going to be talking about how I convinced a nonprofit CEO to fund a new website. But first, a word from our sponsors. So as marketing professionals, we all understand the importance of a great website. When you're pushing out social media content, email, direct mail pieces, all of those links should be bringing traffic back to your website. So if your website lacks key functionality or isn't visually appealing or you know lacks responsiveness, these are all things that can really lead to having a negative experience for a visitor and in the nonprofit world, a donor. So a few years ago, I worked for a small organization, about 20 people and I was their marketing director. I was charged with basically bringing the organization up to speed in a digital capacity. They had done public relations for many years and decided to pivot because there was an understanding that they really needed to take care of their own content and start developing their brand before basically reaching out for promotion. And I was really excited about that task. It was work that was incredibly challenging but very rewarding to me especially working for you know an organization that's over 20 years old it was really nice to be a part of that change so in my first 6 months something that I do like I do in every job is ask questions I start to do deep dives into the back end I want to know what systems they're using I want to know how everything talks together and as expected for the type of organization I was working with a lot of those questions weren't able to be answered or um, we're missing a lot of key pieces of information. And that's all fine, but what I did recognize very immediately was that the organization was using a third-party vendor, uh, another agency, to basically house and uh, manage their website. For nonprofits, I don't think it's a bad idea to go with agencies who offer website management. I think that because most nonprofits are understaffed in the marketing area, It's a great way to introduce work-life balance in a partner to get more done with less hours if that's something that your organization can afford. However, the problem that we were running into with this agency was that they were on a proprietary content management system. We were really limited on the types of changes that we could make, the types of functionality that we could have. It meant total reliance on the agency for any updates or changes that needed to be made And we really lacked key features and integrations to our donor and donor management software. Perfect example is we, our CEO had asked me if we could get recurring donations. Very, very, very important for anybody in development to be able to offer that and offer multiple giving levels on the website. I asked the agency for that type of functionality and we couldn't get it. And for it to be let's say 2017, 2018 at the time, that was pretty surprising. And so I will admit, I don't think it took too much past that to convince our CEO, but it did take a solid year and a half to be able to start the process. And I think that there were a lot of reasons for that, but I do think this, bringing this to his awareness and showing him the process and the challenges that I was having was kind of the first step in making that ask official, that we get to a new website. I was hoping to move us to WordPress or Squarespace, and the reason for that is because I really believe in empowering organizations that I work with, whether it's as a freelancer or, you know, in a full-time capacity. I don't believe in anybody being 100% reliant um, on a service provider. I, I don't think it's the right approach. I think that organizations. Should have autonomy if that's what they so desire. Um, I think that should always be something that's on the table because there's too many challenges that I think can come when someone is owning your content, when they own all the back end. You don't really understand how it works. You can't get key integrations. You know, it's a scary thing if your website and your donor management software aren't talking to each other. Everything's manual. You know, there's a lot of man hours involved in that. And As nonprofits, a lot of us can, a lot of organizations are under-resourced and overstretched as it is. So anything I think a partner can do to make their job easier, the better. It's time to take a quick break for a message from our sponsors. I'll be right back. So one of the first things I decided to do was be visual. Early on in my tenure there, I made the mistake by getting too technical I was using a lot of marketing terms that were very unfamiliar to the team, but were very familiar to me. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You're just speaking the language that you know. But I noticed that our CEO began to kind of avoid meetings with me. Um, The team would get a little frustrated when I would try to explain kind of the how the sausage is made as to why I couldn't do uh, a certain activity. People who aren't in marketing it's not that they don't care, but they're coming to you because they want a specific thing done. Even if you have to kind of explain how the sausage is made to why you can't get that thing done or where there may be some challenges, there's a way to begin to speak their language in a way that doesn't leave them feeling overwhelmed or frustrated. And you you know, you can't manage all of those emotions, but I do think that you can change your approach. And I very quickly realized that visuals are Better language for for that team and may work for your team as well. So, I would meet weekly with our CEO, um, just regular touchpoint meetings. And if he was asking for a certain type of update or for something to be, you know, different on the website, he was very involved in a lot of our marketing activities. And I would actually bring him around my computer and have him, you know, observe. And I'd be like, oh, well, you know doing it this way or, you know, I'm having trouble with this issue and he would make me call the agency and granted this is not the visual part, but he would be able to see the, the challenges and the, the reason and the rationale that was being given by the agency that we were working with as to why certain things couldn't be done. And I would then begin to start to ask him questions Um, show him examples of other nonprofit websites. And I'd be like, you know, I have this great idea for our website. Let's do this, you know, impact counter. And he's like, yes, I love this. Like, I want it on the website. And we would call and we couldn't get it done. I guess maybe it's kind of a combination of of a visual component, as well as a, a buddy system, I guess. I'm not really sure what I would call that approach. But I really started to massage the relationship I had with our CEO. And I will say the, the one caveat there is if you have a CEO who is already excited, if you have leaders in organization who are excited to make the investment in marketing, who are genuinely interested in the work that you are doing, I think that it makes the ask a lot easier. Unfortunately, I think the same rules apply for people who are looking for kind of quick fix solutions or really don't understand marketing, don't want to take the time to understand the goals that marketing can offer for their organization. I think anybody who's just really resistant to moving things digital, it's going to be a lot harder to make that sale. And so this won't work for for everyone because I think some people really, I think for marketing to really work, you have to have buy-in at multiple levels. So the second part is kind of visual and using data. I installed Google Analytics very early on in my tenure there and just kind of let it do its thing in the background, let it kind of assess our website traffic, all of those things. At some point in time, our CEO had asked me to basically give a marketing update to the board of directors at a board meeting. And I was very nervous about it because, you know, I was new, (laughs) I was very much young, and I don't think at that time I had even mastered how to really tell stories with data and how to communicate with a team of people who really weren't interested in marketing, but like knew it was important. But I did my best and I grabbed a couple of screenshots of the dashboards and chose to really focus on our website traffic, um, our social media analytics. I chose to look at the behaviors on Google Analytics for how people were using our site and kind of the pages and the flow that they were using, how much time they were spending on pages. I used all of that information to basically tell the short story that I don't think our website is clear on what people should be doing when they get here. I felt that the calls to actions that they had on the page, on my homepage were too intense for someone who was maybe a first-time visitor. And I felt like there was a better way to structure our content and tell our story that would lead to more donations and would really just lead to an overall better website experience. And tell you the truth, I was terrified. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified because the room went silent. It went absolutely silent. That my last slide was actually focused on making the ask for a new website and the ability to make these changes. I had rolled in some of the challenges that the CEO and I had been presented with the agency. And I had done some initial homework on how much a website with the functionality that we needed moving all of this content would cost. It was a really bold decision, but I felt like these are the people that get to make that decision. I'm going to put it in front of them every chance I get. So board meeting ends. Next day goes, and I'm, I see my CEO, and he tells me that people loved it, that they loved it so much that we're getting a new website. Now, of course, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, Like, when can we start the process? The process didn't happen for a year. Then eventually, we have you know just a very generous donor who is in love with marketing, who has seen the power of it in his own business, and just really wants me to, to take the lead. He remembers the presentation. He's like, it's time. Let's do this. So my third point is really be patient. For that year, even with the promise of a new website on a horizon, I still had to do what I could with what I had. And I also didn't make my ask, you know, within my first three months. I don't think I made it until about, half, about six to eight months into my tenure there. So I used the materials that were available to me. And mind you, this organization is, is 20 years old. The person who had the role before me is still working there in a different capacity. I had to be mindful that, you know, right or wrong, I am young, under 30, and I'm in a leadership position. I had to manage all of those expectations and all the things that kind of come with that. So I didn't jump the gun on making these asks. I involved people, I asked questions when situations would come up where I couldn't get something done, I was honest, I was transparent. You know, I I invited multiple stakeholders into conversations with, with the agency. I worked with the agency to determine what could actually get done. I think it's really important to be patient and show that you're willing to make it work either way. And I think that, to be honest, that was something that the board noticed, that the CEO noticed, and I think they admired that I didn't just come in and immediately start making changes that, you know, any other marketing director probably really could have. Um, I think it would have been a bad move for me, but I chose to be patient and do that. I also chose the times to discuss these needs and challenges wisely. So if there was ever a moment of financial strain or a partnership that was not maybe going well if, if program was lacking you know any any instance that may make leadership uncomfortable i didn't decide to push my website then i didn't decide to push my needs on you know the things that i needed i just kept making it work so that's really my advice and it's it's it boils down to be visual Use a language that is common for non-marketing people. Use data. Google Analytics, which we talked about in the last episode, hugely, hugely important. Get data as much as you can to inform your decisions and learn to tell a story with that. And be patient. The nonprofit sector, whether we like it or not, can be a bit dated. And you're not always going to get what you want right away. People who've been doing things the same way for 10, 12 years aren't going to immediately see the need to change. But if you involve them, if you're patient, if you show them and teach them along the way, I guarantee you that you will can have the same success in getting your new website approved very soon. Thanks for joining me for another week of Doing Good Digital. Be sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you're looking to be featured or have any suggestions on next topics, feel free to shoot me an email at hello at creativecauseagency.com. Also be sure to follow us on social media at Creative Cause Agency on both LinkedIn and Facebook. See you next week.